Growing your arm of protection all around us and keeping us safe from hurt, harm, and danger. We have come together, Lord, to learn more about you and to apply what we learn to our lives. Amen. A part of this study and help us to hide the word in our heart that we don't sin against you. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for our teacher. Thank you, Lord, for all who are on this call and their families. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, I think this is going to be probably my last last uh, night. Uh, we we have four four um, chapters of, of Colossians, and we didn't really finish chapter three, did we? No. Um. Could we get people to mute so we don't get the feedback? A lot of feedback. Okay. And, and so can y'all hear me? Okay. Um, last week we read through uh, chap do a uh, page. Oh, listen to me. Uh, Colossians three, chap. Chapter three, all the way to verse seventeen, and I like to highlight a little bit more about that because the particularly verse seventeen, I mean verse fifteen through seventeen, speaks a lot to us and a lot to me. And I'm just going to read it from NIV, and we're going to comment on that after that. Okay? It says let pe let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing your songs and your hymns and your spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to God. And whatever you do, whether it word or deed, do it all for the name, in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. You know, this is, this is something that Paul wants us to, to take into heart. It's, it's how he recommends that we should live each day of our lives. Um, sometimes it's tough, isn't it? Yes, it is. I have this marked. I wasn't at Bible study last week, but for some reason or other, I, I have this marked in my Bible because it means a lot to me. And uh, it pretty much says the kind of thing that I try to live by. Uh, not just... Not just to, uh, not just as we were called to peace, but just for peace in my heart. Okay. And and do you find yourself struggling from time to time with this? 
Or am I the only one that's constantly in the battle? See, I, I, I understand I'm constantly in a spiritual battle uh, 24-7. Sometimes uh, we, we let our guards down, and that's when he catches, sneaks up on us, isn't it? Yes. Any, any, any thoughts about that? <clears throat> Okay. All right. I, I, I am not a teacher. I am a facilitator. And, and, and I know somebody asked to, to put the, the mute on, but I need to hear from you. Talk to me, uh, Sister Plummer. Oh, <laughs> When you're talking about peace, yes, I was looking at that uh, as to let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. That, you know, if we do that, we can, you know, get along with each other because uh, it says we are called to peace as one body. How do you propose that we do that? Because we first have to be in a right relationship with Christ so that we are able to see others the way he sees them, I think. Okay. Um, what are the ways, what, what are some of the ways- I agree with that very much. What are some of the ways that you you uh, found that is helpful to you to do those things? Are you still talking to me? <laughs> I'm talking to anybody who <laughs> wants to talk back to me. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I've been trying my best to see people um, not with their faults, just see them as the way God, you know, see them because everybody has some good in them and and we just need to sometimes look for the good and not not just judge people on that, that outside that we see. Or, or the way they present themselves or whatever. But suppose they see you and they don't look at the good in you. Then that doesn't, I, you know, mm -mm. no, Maria, I'm sorry. That's all right. I was just going to say, uh, suppose, it, what was the question? Suppose yeah. they don't see the good in me? Yeah. yeah. If they don't it's treat my you responsibility. they the good in you. It's my responsibility to see the good in them. Right, I think so. And I, it, the burden is always on you. Mm -hmm. And if someone else doesn't, uh, the, all you can do is to continue to have peace in your heart and for them, um, such that uh, you see them in a in a different in a way that is loving, regardless of how they see you. Right. And you know, I uh, I I had someone that I was just for some reason or other I just didn't particularly care for that person. Mm -hmm. I I know for a fact that I just didn't particularly care for them. I would tolerate them, but I would not. 
I didn't care for them that much. And I decided that I was going to change that. I decided I'm just going to change that. And I began to work real hard to see the good in them. And before I knew it, we had a totally different relationship. Because you really didn't know them, did you? Well, I didn't try to know them. And I didn't. I didn't try to know them. And then also, I, I don't know why I made it so difficult to like that person the way I love them today. Amen. Amen. And it just made a difference, complete difference in the relationship. And from that point, I began to realize that I could do more than I thought I could. And that I just hadn't been seeing it in the right light or trying hard enough. Amen. So you think it's an issue of effort? Of what? Effort. Yes, it's definitely definitely effort and it's definitely a positive attitude. And it has to be directed to the person directly. Amen. Reverend Snipes, okay, we go back to um, verse 12. It says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you as a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. So that kind of puts it. And that's that's a good good point, uh, Sister Plummer. But you know, I was wanting to go back to uh, the beginning of uh, chapter three, because Paul is, is saying to us as Christians, he says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. That means that because we believe, accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, that we have been raised with him, right? Yes. And, and, and we have, the, the, the old person died with Christ at crucifixion. So that means that the new person, when Christ rose on the third day, we as a new individual also rose on the third day with him in spirit, right? And, and, and sometimes we as Christians, we forget that fact. That's, that's a, a, a fact that is very important for us to remember, isn't it? Because, because of, of what Jesus did for me at the cross, I died my old self and my new self has been raised so that the old me is dead. The new me is alive and well by the aid of the Holy Spirit. Excuse me. And and then he says, set your hearts on things above. Mm -hmm. Now, last week, I I was teasing with Butch. Butch was saying that that he he loved to have some Nikes and and, and that he always wanted to have some Nikes. So, Butch, you on tonight? I am tonight on. And um, 
I was going to make a comment, but go ahead and finish what you were saying, sir. But but what I'm saying is that that the, 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 there's a place for material things. But oh, Paul yeah. said he's calling us to a different level. We as Christians, he says, if, if you set your mind on things above, that God is going to draw you closer to him. Jesus said that the only way to the Father is through the Son. And, and, and Paul here is saying because of the, what the Son has done, we have access to the Father, which we didn't even know that we had. And Satan don't want us to realize that we have the access to the Father. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but teacher, one of those things that you was mentioning that I came on a little late, I guess we were making reference to other people and how they perceive us. Mm -hmm. um, one of those things that I, I, I pull from not just this scripture, but a scripture, I think it's in St. Matthew, that says, let your light so shine before men that you may glorify the Father which is in heaven. That's, I'm just paraphrasing because that's not the total scripture. Mm -hmm. but that's things we should do as disciples for Christ. We should also, even though we, we have a problem with getting along with someone or they have a problem with us, we're supposed to pray for them anyway. You know, in, in other words, before you can get into the kingdom, you got to love them anyhow. That's right. Yeah. It says, for you die and your life is now hitting where? With Christ in God, so so that that's a double or a, a double positive there. Your life is hidden with Christ, and it's hidden where in God. So so isn't that, isn't that a, a double affirmative that that Paul is trying to get you to understand? See, once he he fix your mind, then your body's gonna follow. That's right. You know your reactions. Yes, indeed. And Reverend Snipes, I might uh -huh. add, I agree with Butch. Um, and I have a problem with you, unfortunately, unlike Maria. Um, there are times when those who have a problem with you, you know, the, the situation isn't necessarily rectified. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I can recall, you know, just being completely baffled by the fact that you know a person at the job had a problem with me i wasn't sure what it was couldn't get any clarification from them i tried to treat them the way i wanted to be treated but it did vex my spirit because there were constantly things done that seemed to try to to uh, create a problem uh, for me as well as others so Mm. I decided, I realized that my spirit um, was in danger. Uh, I wasn't accustomed to feeling those kinds of feelings toward another person or as a result of the things that were being heaped upon me by that person. And so I decided, thanks to the Holy Spirit, <laughs> I, I would pray for that person. Mm -hmm. And each time I passed their home, in fact, I had to pass their home to get home. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Um, Poor I thing. would say a prayer, <laughs> even at that point. Um, and I continued to do that. And I think as a way of, of handling our, you know, you're right, Satan is always trying to, to get our, uh, to create a problem or to get us to do something wrong or that we'll regret. And one way to keep that at bay is, and I'm sure many of us do this, is a daily devotion. I could tell a difference when I would go to work and had not taken time to pray or read some inspirational scripture. And um, it stays with me during the day. And so, um, and even a hymn may come to your mind and your heart and your spirit um, during the day because it teaches, you know, there's always something going on, the constant stresses. So it, it is very helpful to be reminded in your spirit and uh, daily devotion is staying close uh, to God and, and making sure that you put him first and um, give him all the issues that you're dealing with. I think that helps a great deal in handling, you know, those uh, oppositions that come your way during a given day, you know? I think I, I have learned that you have to deal with it. You have to deal with it. Just like Deborah was saying, you really have to take action and deal with it in a spiritual way. Mm -hmm. uh, and you just can't leave it alone or figure out that you will try to be nicer because that may not do the trick. No, not all the time. Mm -mm. But let me ask you all a question. Do, do you remember the time before you, you, you would pray? You remember when time when you would try to get back even with them tit for tat? I, I'm really, I didn't really have time to do that. Yeah, I was. I, I just, that's just not in, I just, I didn't, I really didn't have time to do that. I just leave them, all, I mean, I just counted them out. That's what you know, I used to thing do. About when when uh, Jesus sent the disciples out two by two, when you brought the word of God to them and you right. did it in a nice manner, yes. they said if they didn't receive that or you, that means to shake the dust off your feet and depart from them because it's detrimental to your spirit. Now, Amen. I, I've been situations where, where folk, every time they call me or somebody would call me, no, that particular person would call me. They always had criticism or that kind of spirit in their conversation. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just trying to get, get you to understand one thing. Well, no. Oh. the word of God on things when you're having a problem. And it's like you said, you walk away from that situation. I found myself a lot of times not to try to dispute, even though I had the, the spirit of God in me and in my mind, protecting my mind. So if God tells you to put the helmet of salvation on. You know, if you keep that helmet of salvation in the proper in the proper place, you won't listen to those things that, that are against the spirit. They want to cause you to want to act ugly as, as well as they are. 
normally what I do, and, and I have had the time, I, it might have vexed my spirit some. And I had to pray, really pray, to keep from having to say something, um, even after I've departed, about that person. I just tell the Lord to touch them, do something to them that will allow them to receive you one day. And if they don't, then my job is done as a disciple in their life. And um, Reverend Howard, you were saying, um, was there ever a time when we wanted to give tit for tat? Thank you, or, you know, give back as good as we got. Um, I could say, I could say yes in my younger un, unsaved self. I felt that way. But once you know better, you do better. Okay. There you go. And now that I am saved, I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm about like, uh, like every, everything everybody has said. You pray about the situation. And sometimes you can't pray that that person is going to change. You pray that you yourself you is going to change. Amen. So Amen. That, that, that's the only person that you can work with is yourself. Amen. Um, so um, my saved self treats de things different from the, the way my unsaved self may have. Thank you. I, and that's the point I'm trying to get us all to realize is that, that as we go through this life, we're going to encounter obstacles because it won't be a smooth, smooth road. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be situations that come arrive that tests our spirit. And the spirit needs food. I say that our spirit needs food. And, and we go, uh, basically, we eat uh, three meals a day. They, they just say a healthy person eats three meals a day. And that we go through life like that. And but if if you only if you only eat three meals a day, sometimes you get a little bit harder, don't Don't y'all have have to have some snacks in between that? It's just me. They, they told me if you eat about six meals a day, you won't get. Keith, I see you laughing over there. You, you, try to, you want to make a joke about me, right? Because I'm too fat? No, because you're talking about me. Um, walking by the pantry, and the uh, pantry calls my name to answer. But, but my whole point is that because the spirit is alive in us, uh, that we have to feed the spirit. And Deborah, you said something earlier. You said the devotions. Mm -hmm. You know, do, do, do you how how much time do you spend in, in your devotions in proportion to, to the other forces of life? Are you asking me? Yeah, this is a rhetorical question, though. For us all ask ourselves. Yeah. I could say that, you know, it depends on how the spirit moves. Um, hey. there, there may be times, you know, now that I'm retired, that it can go on for an hour or more. Uh, but that's still nothing compared to the rest of the day. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, um, 
there's certainly uh, opportunities throughout the day to speak to God. And I find that I do that, especially um, when I feel the need, if there is a uh, you know, fear of sales, you know, I have a problem with the belt line and <laughs> mm-hmm. driving in uh, high speed traffic. And um, I find that, you know, he comforts, you know, when I have no other choice in various kinds of, you know, trivial things like that. Um, and to me, it's not really trivial, but just in, in any situation that comes up, because we never know what happens, what will happen in a given day. You hear so many tragedies and uh, hear of so many things that happen to you as well as others. And um, prayer is, is always a very present help. Have you ever felt his presence when, when you when you are praying? Yeah. This is for the whole class. Mm-hmm. How, how does that make you feel? For me, it gives me a peace Amen. and a comfort. Amen. Um, especially if I go to him uh, in distress. Um, Amen. Any other comments? Yeah, that's for me. That's a that's a hard one because when you talk about feeling his presence, sometimes it is a sense of peace. Other times, it's a sense of being overwhelmed um, and that's not necessarily always peaceful. It's whether, you know, if I'm reading a scripture that just reveals something in my nature that's um, not in conformity with God, that's kind of overwhelming or um, a lot of range and there's there's the joy um, that comes. So there's a lot of different feelings associated with the the presence of the Lord or a burden. Um, So, but it just reminds me of his presence. And so I, I, I just, I, I, I'm confident, um, assured. So there's a, there's a whole range of emotions uh, for me when you talk about being in the presence of the Lord. Have you, do you ever thought about the fruit of the spirit? Hmm? The, the, his presence produces fruit, doesn't it? It does, and it, it it enables you to be who you know you, you who you are now. Francis is not who we used to be, right? Man. Right, man. <laughs> and, and and that's that's one thing I I appreciate. You know, as we grow in our spiritual on our spiritual journey, we grow up closer towards him, towards God, right? Right. And in and, 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 uh, verse five, it's, I mean, it says, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. <laughs> that was a time when earthly nat- when our earthly nature dominated what we, how we thought. Exactly. But, but we, we, we learned that if we change our thinking, Paul says in Romans chapter 12 is you become transformed by what? The renewing, renewing of your mind. So, so that means is that 
the thoughts that, that I had 20 years ago, I don't have them as often now. I don't, the, the things that used to get me excited don't get me excited anymore because I know that those things are, are transient. They come and they come and they go. They may last a while, but pretty soon they'll pass on by. But that when you say, bro, pastor, that I mean, bro, um, teacher, that weeping may endure for a night. Joy but, comes in the morning. That's right. How that's exactly what you was you're, you're talking about and making reference to. Right. And, and you see. When we read scripture, we read it and, and we, we get it from a different perspective. The more we read it, uh, this is me personally, as, as many times as, as, as I read scripture, I get a, a new perspective different. And, and it causes me to say, Lord, I didn't know that. Oh, that's what you were talking about. When you have those aha moments, when, when you when you're, uh, it's something in the Maria. I can't hear you, but come on, talk to me. When everything comes together and it's, uh -huh. it's, a, uh -huh, it's an aha moment. Yes. And doesn't that make you feel good? It does. Amen. It makes you believe more and more and more in God. Now I understand why my grandmama used to get up and, and do that little dance. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Al Green, you had a song talking about joy and happiness. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like the pastor now. He, he like to talk about songs. I'm going to talk about songs too. <laughs> you, got my, you got my attention. <laughs> The joy and happiness, that peace that is beyond understanding. I see Debbie, Sister Debbie back there smiling. Hey, Sister Debbie. <laughs> yeah, she's smiling. I'm here. Hey, brother teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ola, I haven't heard from you in a minute. Let, let me hear, hear some testimony from Ola. Uh, I was trying real hard to be silent so that others could get a chance to express themselves. But, uh, you know, the, the first thing I, I have to go back um, to a comment. And when people were talking you know or talking about you first thing you need to do is do a self-analysis and say to yourself is what they're saying true if it's a negative or if what they're saying affirms that you're trying to represent God and say yeah that's exactly who I am but if it's a negative then you need to do a self-check and say well God I don't I don't want them I don't want to represent you and come away with the negative. I always want people to say positive things, whether they say it because they're trying to do it in a negative way or not. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so we just need to always 
uh, do a self-monitoring and say, God, please check my heart. And I've said this before in our Sunday school class. Please check my heart. And then if my heart is right, my mouth, my action, my thoughts, and I will represent you so that when people are talking about me, if they say, oh, I think she's so such a goody goody. Well, no, I don't think that, but I'm working at it. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. And, and you know, one of the things that I've learned is that if I pray and ask the Lord to help me do the things that are pleasing to him, Amen. that it's going to help me, you know, impress other folks. And, and you see, the, the, the thing that I see here is that God says, I'm going to be in you and with you. And that if you allow me to lead you, I'm going to lead you to, to be a, a, a good disciple. A disciple is a person that is a student, a constant student of, of Jesus. And, and but, but we can't assume that we know what discipleship is. We need to uh, follow the discipler. And the more we study the discipler and imitate him, then the better disciples we become. Amen. And, and this is what Paul is saying here. He says, put to death, therefore, things that belong to your earthly nature. Your old ways of doing things, we, we, you have found out that you didn't get too far along with that. So why don't you allow me to lead you in a better way? And that's the constant battle, the battle with, between self, between myself and his self. Any comments about that? Yeah, I would, I kind of want to um, expand it a little bit because sometimes when we, uh, apply the scripture we do look at it individually and there's some ownership and i like what ola uh, mentioned before about doing self-examination um, but even later on in the, our text from verse this 12 on it, it's really talking to the body this and so we have to make sure that um it's not just we're not doing this by ourselves because when it says let the peace of christ rule in your hearts he's not only talking to the individuals but it's talking to the body as a whole. And then it does say in um, verse 16, let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another. Um, so we're not in it by, by ourselves. And of course, I like the next part with all wisdom through uh, what means, sometimes it's through the Psalms, sometimes it's through the hymns and songs from the spirit. So uh, I think I think it was Deborah that said er, talked about earlier about even a, a song having that song in your heart um, that will help to keep our minds focused, but also in, encourage one another. Um, and so that's that's kind of a plug for our, our gathering together, like in this moment, in virtual Bible study or in worship and what other venue that we have, because we, um, as the Bible talks about, iron sharpening iron. Um, this is this is for the good of the body. Um, so yes, individually, but also to challenge us as a body 
to, to be in tune with one another, forgiving one another, loving one another, um, because that's, that's how we're going to make it. And because he says to put to death, therefore, the things that belong to your earthly nature, and he gives us examples of what type of earthly nature he's talking about. He says sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed. And she said all those things are idolatry. And, but, but if you think about the society that we live in, all those things are the things that when you cut on your television, those are the things that are promoted. I, I, I don't hear a comment there. But I say it again, when you cut on your, your televisions and you, you listen on your radios, all your media, they, they are promoting things that Paul says to put to death, aren't it? Isn't it? And so we have, it's a struggle between the old man and the new man as a constant struggle. And, and we, we have to be, be like, like, the, like Keith says, I, I'm gonna call him Pastor, Pastor Keith. Uh, we, we need to be plugged into each other so that we can the iron sharpens iron and, and we can admonish and, and teach each other and, and help each other grow together. We, the, the, the closer we get together, the closer we get to God. Because it, I, I look at it like an, an upside down funnel the, uh, or triangle. The, the closer we become together, the higher he draws us up. That's why I'm such a, now that I have, been active and have seen the value of Sunday school and Bible study. I am just a major supporter of these um, these uh, opportunities for learning and really want people to get more engaged in that because that really, if, if you learn about it and you learn about it together, that creates a baseline of operation that you have and you can, and it's, it's such, so much more peaceful, greater unity, and you get a lot more done for Jesus. You get a lot more done. It, but it's his spirit that draws us together and Amen. his spirit compels us to tell how good he is. You know, Paul says, is, is it, I just, just couldn't keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. It's like a fire, oh, shut up in, uh, 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 Jeremiah said it was, was like a fire, oh, shut up in my bones. The, 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 the feeling of oneness when, when the Lord is saying, well done, my good and favorite child. Doesn't that make you excited to know that you're doing something that pleases God? And, and if you pray and ask him 
to do that to, to help you do it, he's not going to turn you down. Mm -mm. I know. That's why I pray about it. And it's not not about my will, it's about thy will be done. And if you pray, I believe if you pray and ask him for things that are pleasing to him, he's going to bless you more than anything you ever asked for. I've learned not to pray for stuff. I just want to comment um, about, I agree with so much that's been said tonight. I, I can't single out any one thought that's been expressed. All of them have been so, so meaningful to me. Uh, one of the things that I, uh, that often occurs to me, thoughts occurs to me is that God created us and he knows that we're dust, mm -hmm. that we are just as human as we can be. And we live in a sin sick world. And one of the things that I'm most grateful for is being plugged into a community of faith in a community that prays with and for each other. And um, you asked earlier, Brother Howard, how do you achieve these things that Paul is calling us to or calling the Colossians to? And, and my response would have been at the beginning of the class through prayer and supplication. And that's the only way. Um, right. Talked about you know being uh, offended by people or being offensive to people. And uh, I heard us say that you know we can only take care of number one. We're responsible for ourselves. But at the same time, I remember the old folk in church saying, "Lord, help me to walk circumspectly in this world," meaning to me that somebody's watching. And I want them to see Jesus in me and help me to show his light. So, you know, being, being a part of a community of faith is one thing, but there are folk watching us and waiting for us to show them the way. And our, our way is only one way, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, Sister Gwen, what, what did you say those women asked, for, asked God for? I, the old folk used to say, help me walk circumspectly in this world. So that when well, what were they asking for? What do you think they were asking for? What, what do you think they they're asking for guidance? They're asking for wisdom. They're asking for all the things that Paul is saying we need to be uh, showing. And the only way we can do that is through prayer and something and study. I truly believe what uh, Maria said about study is most important, and no matter how many times we read the same scripture over and over, there's a mm -hmm. new relation in there. We can, you know, if we really are prayerful that God show me something here, you know, help me understand it, he will. And he's a loving father. Yes, you see, is. our relationship with, with the father grows the more we learn about him. Yeah. And you see, the whole thing is that most of us fear God because we, of, of things that we've done in the past. Satan wants us to fear God, and he wants to, to draw an animosity between us and God. But God is a loving God. He has already forgiven us 
he forgave us at the cross. When Jesus died, he's already forgiven us. So all those things that we done done in the past, he has nailed it to the cross. Is that that faith? Is that true? Is that a true fact, class? Praise the Lord. Amen. He has nailed it to the cross. Right? Amen. And so now Paul is saying we are new creatures. Mm. New creatures. And he's saying that by the, the Holy Spirit that is in us, those old, old church ladies, they, they were asking God to let the Holy Spirit who's in them represent him in a likewise manner. That's what they were asking for. Lord, let me have a circumspect life so that I can be pleasing to you. Who were they trying to please, God or the people? Please God. And, 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 and draw them be. to him. Yes. Can, can I read um, the Living Bible, the paraphrase? that I would like to read uh, verse um, 13 and 14. It says, be gentle and ready to forgive. Mm -hmm. Never hold grudges. Mm -hmm. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Most of all, let love guide your life, for then the whole church will stay together in perfect harmony. Let Amen. the peace of heart, which comes from Christ, be always present in your heart and lives. For well, this is your responsibility and privilege as members of his body. And always be thankful. I also added. Always be thankful. Amen. Always. Amen. Amen. This gets exciting when you think about, talk about it. And it, it just, it seems like it's a brand new aha moment. Each time you, you talk about it and you share with each other. And that's what. That's what's so good about these uh, classes, or, or like, like, like Brother Keith says, that that's what we, that's what we, we're here to do, to, to admonish and teach one another. Any comments about that? Deacon Chambers, I haven't heard from you tonight. Are you there? Yes, sir. I am here. I was, yes. uh, I, I got to tell you, um, you know, it's, um, it's been good. It's been good to, uh, to listen in, uh, just to listen in. Um, I got to tell you, I, you know, God, um, you know, just just a simple fact that God forgives, you know, he forgives you of your sins. You know, that is a it's just a tremendous thing. And then he says that you are co-heir uh, to Christ uh, mm -hmm. through his resurrection. Uh, you are made alive. Uh, and then you, um, you know, he said he says that uh, you're going to live, you know, and you're going to live to the full. You know, you have life, and now you're going to live that life to the full. Um, that's the, you, you know, it's great news. It, it's it's good stuff, and and so you know, I've I've just been you know very content. 
uh, to just listen in. You know, so I thank you all for your for for sharing. Well, and and I appreciate your your uh, you listening and and you know, you can hear something a million times, but a million the first time, that light comes on, and that that's what we're all about. We're all about everybody being on the same page, and, and if we walk in unison with each other, then we've all gone together and we're heading to the same place, same destination. Amen. Amen. Oh, uh, let's see here. It's about 10, it's about 7.50, so, um, Pastor Darnton, I didn't have my timer, but I got a little clock down here telling me what time it is, okay? <laughs> so, he is he is deaf on time, man. Well, well, well you, you know, God is a God of time. But we, we're going to talk about Kairos and not Kronos. Everything in, in its time, right? That's right. Time. Everything. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, are there any announcements or any prayer requests before we get to? We want to pray for uh, Martha Evans on the death of her son. And I'm not sure what the final arrangements are going to be but uh let our I, I let's, can, I, okay. can, I can speak to that and it's um I think the updated information was was sent out uh, later this afternoon but the uh, it's going to be a graveside service at the Gethsemane Memorial um cemetery um in Zebulun and the service will be at one o'clock and the viewing um, will be from 10 to 12 at the William Tony uh, Funeral Home in Zebulon mm -hmm. on either Barbie Street or Barbie Road. I can't remember the exact address. So um, that's tomorrow. And there will be a, a repass after the graveside service um, at Christian Faith um, after following the graveside service. Thank you, Pastor. I'll check my email. Also, a praise report. We're just so happy to be able to take um, Carol Brewington off our sick list. Amen. I'm just so delighted about that. Amen. Amen. Did we... Um did you announce about uh, Summer Institute already? We want to pray for the Summer Institute. And it seems like we have three sessions at the church. Yeah, so it, it's starting next next week, the 4th, 4th mm -hmm. the 11th. So I just wanted to make sure that we uh, realize that, that it's going to start next Wednesday. And it's going to be in in person. 
and we want to pray for a major learning and change from the Institute. That's usually uh, what happens after the Institute. We're inspired uh, to change and to make things better. I would also ask for prayer for Betsy uh, Young's brother who is sick in Virginia. And we uh, ask prayer for he and his family. Also remember Loretta and her family in, in the uh, passing of her brother. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, Deacon Teasley. Francis? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I was would on you mute. <laughs> would you close us in uh, a word of prayer, please? Yes. Let us bow our heads and unite our hearts in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, dear Lord, for this hour, dear Heavenly Father, that we have come together, dear Lord, around your word. Dear Lord, but I ask that you touch every participant, dear Lord, and dear Lord, help us to hide your word in our hearts that we may not stand against you, dear Lord. We thank you for our facilitator, dear Heavenly Father. We ask that you continue to bless and keep him, dear Lord, as he labors on your behalf, dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given us a pastor, dear Lord, and that we can now rejoice and move Amen. forward, dear Heavenly Father. Amen. And dear Lord, we ask all of these blessings in your holy name. And also, dear Lord, we pray for the sick and those who are Yes. who are mourning, dear Heavenly Father. We pray for, pray for, especially for Martha, who's lost a son, dear Heavenly Father. I Amen. know it's so difficult to, 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 be, to marry a child, dear Heavenly Father. And dear Lord, now I ask that you give your, leg, your hands upon each and every one of us. Guide us, bless us, and keep us. In thy holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank y'all so much for Amen. allowing me to come into your homes. Amen. Thank you. Can I mention something while we have this large group together? Uh, mm. As you know, uh, Sunday is Communion Sunday. Yeah. Our procedure will change. We will be passing out, or the deacons, that's we, <laughs> forgot I was one. Uh, <laughs> we will be passing out the communion packages. They're individual packages that are definitely designed for the COVID season. Mm -hmm. And we will, you will pick those up when you come in to the church, initially as you arrive. And of course, at the appropriate time, we will uh, have communion and you will be able to dispose of that material once you leave the church, there will be uh, uh, containers there for you to do that. So I just want to mention that procedural change to you. I'm into COVID big time. So, Me too. Uh, <laughs> and procedure. You know, so, yeah, wait. 
Yeah. Thank you. We just have to be careful. Also. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. I appreciate you. Y'all have a blessed evening. We'll see you as soon as the Lord makes it possible. Amen. 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 Be safe. Be blessed. Be blessed. That's right. Good night, everybody. Good night, and God bless. God bless. Good night.